Hello and welcome to the Relationship Breakthrough Show from Aligned With Love. I'm Matt. And I am Rebecca. This is the place for people to have a magical, loving, intimate relationship. Thanks for joining us now. Let's get started. When we're lacking self-esteem, it can affect our happiness, our mental health, and our relationships. In addition, if we're not in a good place individually, then that will always affect our relationships in some ways. We need to be aligned with ourselves before we can be aligned with our partner. And today's subject is such an important foundation for having a great relationship I'm delighted to be joined by self-esteem author and expert Clarissa Bird, who is going to be sharing with us the four pillars of self-esteem and how we can ensure that our self-esteem is an enabler to a magic relationship. Hi, Clarissa. Hello, Rebecca. How are you today? Thanks very much. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, first of all, the idea that you know, we still love to talk about self-esteem and we all are always working on ourselves to be better tomorrow than we are today. One of the most important things that we have to have in the arsenal is good, happy, healthy self-esteem. The book that I wrote is called The Self-Esteem Regime. It's an action plan for becoming the uh, confident person you were meant to be. I almost forgot. It's early in the morning here. Uh, the confident person you were meant to be. And I think also that if you were going into COVID with low self-esteem after co the two years or so of COVID, you know, everybody is really kind of, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're lost, they're uh, not understanding it. a lot of the loss that they've just uh, experienced. And that can be loss of self, loss of faith, loss of hope, loss of family, loss of friends, loss of money, loss of a job, just general. And I'm not saying everyone, but I am saying that general, there's a malaise. So there's a, there's, there's, this, there's, the feeling of, oh my God, with what's going on in the world and the politics and economically and COVID, we have been bombarded psychologically. So I think it leaves people on a little bit of an unsteady ground, unsteady footing. The most important thing that I, one of the things I like to say is that when you read a book like mine, which is made of you know 12 chapters that are very easy to read, the work will not be easy to do. You're going to have to take a deeper dive into yourself but yay, you get to take a deeper dive into yourself. This is the most extraordinary thing. The idea that you can strengthen your resolve, you can strengthen your the power of thought, you can strengthen how you form to today, tomorrow, your relationship with self and the relationship with others. That's an extraordinarily great place to be in. And it's something that we will be doing every day for the rest of our lives. You know, Rebecca, a lot of people say, oh, okay, great. So I'll read your book and then I'll have great self. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be well on your way to having happy, healthy self-esteem. But life ebbs and flows. And it, and it, and, and, and it, and it, there's this hurricane sometimes, this, you know, around our lives. Right. And different things can trigger us at different times. So I like to say we need to be very steady, right? We're firm in our stead. Our roots need to be very well planted as life circles around us, as this tempest, you know, uh, that can be life at times, uh, uh, storms around us. When you have the good, the good um, um, tools, resources um, in your Shed, I say the tools in the shed, you always have something you know you can fall back on. So this is one of the main reasons that I, I wanted this book to be 
a manual. I want it to be a mission and I want it to be a movie. Uh, in short, the book is not a read, it's a resource. Because if you read it today, you will get something out of it. If you read it in six, six months, you'll get something completely new that you missed the first time. If you read it in six years, again, you will have, you'll be ready for different messaging then than you are now. That's all right, that's right. Are you planning to make a movie, Clarissa, out of the book? Well, the book is really, it's, it's, you know, it's got um, case studies, affirmations, exercises. We have Clarissa's Corner, the Clarion Call. There are many different play things in the book that are exercises, that are, uh, we do a lot of journaling, we do mirror work. There are different things that we do. We, we work on our health, we work on our finances. Um, because, you know, I think that it's been said many times, and we as women understand that we are self-esteem also comes with the how productive we are feeling where is um, uh, where we are also financially and how we can take care of ourselves this is something that is paramount I think for women uh, that they are on firm firm footing also with the, their business their jobs their uh, income savings uh, investments uh, my good friend Sharon Lecter will say assets you know assets are sexy um, and that you know women should be working toward uh, good you know good productive uh, mental health and also financial health as well so will I be making a movie I'd rather make a movie about my life because I think that might be able to teach some people about the things to do and not to do right. in life but the uh, the self-esteem regime will live uh, as I know it on in uh, perpetuity I was so thrilled when uh, Roman and Littlefield, which is a very, is a global uh, publishing house, picked up the book because I knew then that it was a very important message that self-esteem never um, is something that we, you know, you take a, a self-esteem test and you get a hundred and you're good for life. That's you know, you, oh, I have daily, I don't know about you, Rebecca, or your listeners, but we have daily demons every day and they want to they want to come in and they want to undermine our growth our prosperity our produ the, our productiveness um our love of self and we have to be strong enough to say hey listen not today you know come yeah. back another time you know That's come right. back another time because and you if you want to come back come back but you're going to get the same answer and the same answer is no time here, no place, no space. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no position and no condition that I will put myself in to be able to listen to you anymore. The self-esteem regime, the guy that you need to have an iron self-esteem. I love what you said about having to take a deeper dive into yourself, Clarissa, because some people are afraid of doing exactly that and finding things that they are not going to like. And it's so necessary to embrace all the parts of ourselves, the ones that we like as well as the ones that we don't like so much. Now, Clarissa, what is the difference between self-esteem, confidence, and assertiveness? Yeah, I think self-esteem is how we are feeling about ourselves. It's how, what we want to believe about ourselves. Self-awareness is what is it that we know about ourselves? How aware are we about how we are uh, relating to ourselves? How are we relating to others? How are we making others feel? How are we taking care of ourselves? And self-confidence is something that comes from happy, healthy self-esteem and the confidence that you have in yourself to live your truth, 
to be yourself and to set your your boundaries. Um, you know, you have to be able to, a lot of people don't like boundaries. They don't always love who you are when you're setting up your boundaries, but you know what is and isn't going to make you live your happy self, your healthy self, and in happy self-esteem. So confidence, your confidence, again, that you will, uh, uh, de that derives from self-esteem is something, it's how you present yourself to the world. I am confident, I am strong, I am alive, I am well, I am smart, I am ready. I, you know, all of the lovely things that we, I'm ready for life, I'm ready for challenges, I'm ready for my next steps, I am really ready. That's how confidence fits into the equation. What would you tell Clarissa to those women in business who have the so-called imposter syndrome? Well, the imposter syndrome, you know, sometimes you'll hear people say, you know, fake it until you make it. I believe in that to a certain extent. I think that you need to go out very confident about, you know, into a work environment, very confident about who you are. And again, this is where we come in with the four pillars, right? Yes. So the imposter syndrome is you have to look good. I don't care what you say, and I know you want to shoot the messenger, but even when you're on Zoom, you want to be able to portray yourself in the best light in a very strong way. You want to be, um, uh, again, you want to be, um, uh, you want to believe your convictions. You know, you want to come to the table with preparedness and be ready for that. Feeling good. Here's your diet, exercise, and nutrition, right? You want to make sure that, you know, your mind and your body are working in, in, in unison to bring the best you forward. You, uh, you cannot be bringing the best you forward if you were looking tired this morning, Rebecca, or I was sitting here yawning because I didn't get enough sleep or because I'm not eating properly for my body and my brain. Your be good factor is come prepared, know your business, know your worth, know exactly what you're going to bring as a plus value to that meeting. Where are you? Why are you there? Uh, and you know, be good as many other things, but in, with, with regard to work, that's what we want to, we want to portray. And you know, of course, the greater good is always leaving better, leaving something better behind than when you got there. I say greater good is paying back, paying it forward, volunteering, tithing, um, you know, uh, doing something, volunteering, doing something good for others. So what my goal is by you know, saying greater good <clears throat> is leaving more information and leaving you with more information that might make you a better person than when I got here. Doesn't mean I'm, you know, I'm perfect. It means I think I'm able to impart some really great information that you may need in a business sense. So the imposter syndrome means that you want to come off confident but the imposter syndrome means you know it means also coming with your best self even if sometimes you understand that you are a flawed being but that you still can respect yourself does that make sense to you that sounds make sense and it's also yeah, you, still loving. To, you know you can still love yourself but you you still know you deserve to be loved um there are times when i get on certain calls and i think wow what can i actually leave here what can i give as my best self so i'll sit back rebecca and i'll wait and i'll listen until I know I have something. So I might be an imposter up until the moment, because I'm sitting there going, God, I don't know, why am I in this meeting? I, I'm really not sure. <laughs> then I know somebody will say something that I know I have the right thing in that moment that I can add. That's right, sounds great. You also frequently mention, Clarissa, uh, one of the tactics in your most recent book, 
called the self-esteem regime, which is seed and why is seed one of the most important things to remind ourselves of every every day. One of the most important things I think, and it's really self-esteem 101. And that is never, ever, 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 ever compare yourself to anyone else on the planet. You have to know and you have to realize that source, divine, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, when they created you, knew exactly what they were doing when they did it. So if you want to question <laughs> the universe, and I really suggest you question them in a different way, uh, but don't question, you know, why uh, you, your perception is somebody else is prettier, somebody else is smarter, somebody else has more money, somebody else married, you know, all the things that we can, somebody else has a better business, somebody else is making more money doesn't matter you are not someone else you get to be you you lucky dog you get you get you are lucky because you are you and when you wake up with that all-knowingness every day you know when you wake up when I said about being self-aware you wake up aware that you are you that you've done everything you can do to look your best to feel your best to be your best and to live your greater good, you are a force to be reckoned with. You are bringing your best game to the planet. That's all your, that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. And be happy that you have the good fortune of being you. That sounds quite empowering. <laughs> it's very and, empowering. Very empowering. And on the other hand, Clarissa, can you ever have too much self-esteem? And if so, what does that look like? There's the difference between self-esteem and narcissism. So there's never too much self-esteem. Self-esteem is something when, you know, the lack, here's what the lack of self-esteem is. You reject compliments. Well, do I want to keep saying, oh, this, this is old or, oh, I've gained five pounds, but thank you. No, you want to do, that's not what you're going to do. You're going to say, thank you. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate your compliment. Thank you. Or you insult yourself. How are you speaking to yourself, Rebecca, or those that might be listening? Do you say, oh, I was so stupid, or oh, I could never be good enough, or why I could never be smart enough to go into that meeting? Or are you saying that because if you're insulting yourself, you're setting yourself up to be disrespected by others? Oh. Are you, <laughs> excuse me, are you constantly trying to please people? You cannot always please everyone because again, when you set your own boundaries, Rebecca, remember, you're going to lose people. You're going to, and, and again, let's get, we'll get to the tribe in a minute. But you know, if you, if you're coming to the table with your lack of self-worth, if you're coming with bad self-image, if you're coming with, you know, try again to people please, or um, uh, hesitating even to step up for yourself, to defend yourself, and you know you should be defending yourself, well, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be um, not living in that happy, healthy self-esteem that we talk about. So you, you never have enough self-esteem because, again, life changes, life situations changes, the daily demons come in daily. You will never get away from that. So you are going, that, that is where I say you can never have enough self-esteem. Narcissism, on the other hand, paradoxically, is the, is the, is the complete lack of self-esteem. I think so. That's right. So be very careful about thinking, well, somebody's so full of themselves. That's well, right. be careful about were they really, really stepping into their power? Were they really, really living their truth? Were they really coming in grand confidence? Or were they 
treating others poorly, making it all about themselves, gaslighting people, uh, being mean to people, you know, being destructive. That's narcissism. Self-esteem is something completely different. What would you tell, Clarissa, to those women in business who have the so-called imposter syndrome? Absolutely no, they both are, and both are welcome to read the book. In fact, I, I really uh, invite men, more men, many more men to read the book, because I've had men say, Clarissa, I've read your book, and it's amazing, and it, I, I, so much of it resonated with me. I've had people tell me, your book has changed my life, which for as an author, you can imagine, that's, that's the highest compliment I could ever have gotten. Um, I think that um, we have to be very, very careful about, um, again, wanting to get out of our comfort zones, to be really clear about your values. If I ask people, well, what are your main values? A lot of people don't know how to ask the question. So women have to be very, very, very uh, mindful of comparing, what did I say before? Comparison 101, stop comparing yourself, be really happy that you get to be you, follow the book, follow the four, the four pillars, and you're gonna feel really, really good about yourself. Women are always comparing, and we've got to learn to stop doing that. The other thing is um, that we have to be always living in much more, uh, um, uh, wanting, wanting to level up, up our game, and you get a lot of that from uh, reading and educating. The other thing I, I want women to know is that they have to stop looking at what they think perfection is on social media because it's not reality. So a lot of what you're seeing is filtered. It's a lot of makeup. It's lighting. It's, um, um, you know, a perfect hair. I can't live with perfect hair every day. I don't have the time every day. I just don't. To be looking like, you know, 100% and I just spent three hours doing hair and makeup. As an entrepreneur, I don't have that. I pull my hair back. I make sure that I present myself nicely. And I'm happy with the way I look. But I cannot constantly be coming to the game with, 100% perfection as it might be perceived by others. I'm happy with me right now the way I look. So be careful about the comparisons that you're making it to, you know, with yourself to others that seem to be more successful because do you really know what's going on in the mile they walk in their shoes? Do you really know what's going on behind their closed doors? A lot of people are putting out what they want you to believe and what they want you to perceive, but we never know what the truth is. So stop the comparison, stop believing what you believe is perfect in the media, in social media, and the the social construct, the pressures that is that are put on women, that are, that are the pressures put on women, that you know you're not pretty enough, you're not thin enough, you need diet pills, you've got to eat, you've got to be on this diet, you've got to be running more, get to the gym, here's the perfect mascara, put this lipstick on, all of that is something that we buy into. To be very very yes, it's lovely to be looking your best, your best, not their best. What is your best look like? When when do you walk away from the mirror looking confident? Mm -hmm. It awesome. doesn't always mean it doesn't always mean what is being shoved down your throats by the media and cosmetic companies. That's so true, Clarissa. Uh, as the saying says, the grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, but you never know how much manure, <laughs> how much shit. Uh, was thrown to make that you know that uh, grass greener. So be very, very, very careful right. about 
-hmm. you know, uh, about the grass being greener because your grass is as green and as beautiful and as lush and as fertile as you make it. Your grass is as beautiful as you make it. I love that. That's right. I'm going to tell myself that every day. <laughs> Could you tell us, Clarissa, one of the tactics that is uh, really important to remind ourselves every day, one of those tactics that you talk about in your book, The Self-Esteem Regime. Could you tell us? Right. So we live, so we live and we're, we grow up in uh, a tribe mentality. We come from our, our natal background and everything that was taught to us there is something that we learn at a very early age and we go out into the world with. And then we learn that the world is going to very, very quickly teach us different things than what was taught in our natal home. And one of the things, as I had said to you before, is when you create boundaries and you create standards for yourself and your life, they may be completely different to what you were taught. And when you start to change so that you can live in your happy life, live in your truth, live in your abundance, live in your, uh, the world that makes you a happy, uh, the world that you want to live in, the world that you create for yourself, you're going to leave behind a lot of those teachings. And that is going to take work, don't get me wrong. When you do, you're going to lose some people. Some people may get angry. Some people may get their nose a little out of joint. Some people are going to fall away from your life. Remember that some people are in your life for a season. Some are there for a reason. And some are there for a lifetime. So when you are able to break away, and I don't say break away, never speak to them again, never see them again, none of that. But you are going to be now in the position as you grow older to be able to create your own construct, everything that you want your life to be. You can still affiliate. You can still associate but you can't fall back into the old trap. That's where I say stand strong in your stead. That's that's more of that storm, right? A little mini, mini storm you leave behind. So be very, very strong with where it is that you want to be in your boundaries and your standards. And by the way, creating boundaries for yourself can be done with ease, joy, and glory. They don't have to be created with anger and fighting. No. No, I don't invite you to do that. I invite you to let everyone see how you are living your life in ease, joy, and glory. So one of the most important things that I have done and that I've, I also you can read about in the book is once you step out on your own, you now get to create your new support system. You, the new people you want in your life, your inner circle, the people that are supporting you and that you are happy to support. You get to create new relationships and friendships and put new boundaries and, and standards. What will I and will not accept? I won't accept someone lying to me. I won't accept someone cheating on me. Uh, there's another thing that I love. It's, just, it's something that says loyalty is when you have someone's back behind their back. Loyalty okay. is when I have your back behind your back. That's really powerful. That is. So those are the kind of relationships, whether it be girlfriends, husbands, boyfriends, uh, you know, new uh, organizations, uh, charities, wherever your faith, your churches, wherever you decide that you are going to spend your very precious time because you are bringing such a powerful you to the equation that those people are there in support of you 
and that they are loyal to you and vice versa. You must be of support and loyal to them. That reminds me of what a friend told me one day. They have their own rules. What are your rules? Make your own rules. Exactly. You, you, your, your inner circle might be a little bit smaller, but there are, there are other outer circles that you are more than welcome. And I, you know, you will be associating with, but when you're coming down to want to have strong bonds, great loyalty, super support, you might have a smaller, a smaller circle, but you know, that's fine. Uh, the, those are the real gems that you will have in your life for a lifetime. So right, Clarissa. Yeah, I see this when when some of my clients sometimes start setting boundaries, putting certain boundaries in place which they didn't have before. And, you know, some friends may not like them anymore, perhaps some family members and perhaps their, their own partner because now they are not so convenient anymore. They're not so usable and disposable as before. They're not easily manipulated as before. So now, hmm, this is a bit of inconvenient. And sometimes, you know, we need to clean our house. We have to clean our house. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. Absolutely. We have to clean our house. It doesn't mean we don't we don't invite people into our house. They're welcome to come for dinner. <laughs> They're you know, I understand what you're saying. It's a you know, I understand the metaphor. You know, but when they leave, you clean the house again, right? You you just, you know, you make sure that you um you spend not as much time with them because you don't want to be pulled back into the yeah. things that are not now truly your value system and your beliefs. That's right. This is all such a great, valuable information for all of us who are listening to this podcast right now, today, and in the future. The Self-Esteem Regime book by Clarissa Bird. If you don't have it, go get it right now. If you want to boost your self-esteem, if you want to be who you really are, truthful to yourself, stop fitting in, go get The Self-Esteem Regime by Clarissa Bird. And now, Clarissa, tell us, how can people get in touch with you? Well, I'm on all social. So Clarissa Burt, uh, Facebook is Clarissa Burt Official. I am not on Snapchat, but I'm pretty where, everywhere else you can go. Twitter, you know, Facebook's, uh, LinkedIn's, I'm there. Uh, and the book can be found at barnesandnoble.com. It can also be found on amazon.com. It's also going to be now, we're going to be releasing it in Italy and in Spain. So I'm extremely yeah. excited about that. My book is, it's a, it's a manual but it's a mission and it's a movement. So I will be happy when I know that people are living in happy, healthy self-esteem all over the planet, Thanks. especially our beloved women that, that, that could use our help in some oppressed countries. A self-esteem, not boost, but a big push. <laughs> but never is late for a self-esteem boost. I'm, I'm glad that we met now and I'm glad to see that you are doing so well. You're doing lovely, lovely things. Thank you for such a beautiful interview. Um, and um, and um, I hope that we will definitely keep in touch. Definitely, we'll keep in touch. Thanks, Rebecca. Okay, that's all for today. Thanks again for joining us. And please remember to subscribe and to leave us a review. 
How could you share this episode with that needs to hear this message? Share this episode and remember that the quality of your relationship determines the quality of your life. See you on the next episode.